Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 49ers Seahawks. It's over. 49ers won 21 to, uh, 41 to 23. We're going to be breaking down the film review and talking about Brock Purdy all after this. Welcome back, everybody, to another video. Here we are breaking down the film review of the 49ers versus the Seahawks 41-23 to win. There was a lot of good things that we saw on film this past week and a lot of things that we should talk about as we head into, I guess what we call it, Cowboys week. The 49ers will face off against the Cowboys in the divisional round and that's going to be a highly anticipated matchup versus two of the top three teams, in my opinion, in the NFC. I think the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Eagles are the three best teams in the NFC, and it's, so it's going to be a very interesting matchup. But without further ado, let's get into the film review, and let's break down what I saw this week on film and share it with you. So stay tuned, and this one should be a fun one. Uh, playoff football, the first time that we're going to get that uh, this, what do you call it, this year. So let's get into it. And one sec. Let me pull the film review up. As we're waiting, though, on the film review to come up, 49ers this week was a interesting one because they had initially gone down against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, this was a win where they came from behind in the in, in, at halftime. That's not something normally that we've seen from the 49ers. But here we go. As we... There we are. And let's break down the film. So, starting off here. First play, Kyle Shanahan chooses to dial up a shot play. And it actually works. When you go back and look at this play, look at the Seahawks down. Seahawks have five down, they've got two in the box, and they've got their nickel. So they have eight players here in the box, which why, which is why you've got one cornerback, one cornerback, and a single high on the outside, which is why this is the perfect time for a play-action shot play to try and get the Seahawks to be less aggressive and exploit them while they are aggressive. The fake bites all three players here, all three of the uh, – so they've got the four down – and then it bites all three players here. And so what do you have? You've got the three by two. Brock Purdy, all he has to do is read this safety because Debo Samuel is going to be open on the crosser. Brandon Ayuk is going to take the shot. Safety is backtracking to cover Brandon Ayuk, which what does that mean? Debo Samuel comes across. You'll see this play a lot. 
But first play of the game, Brock Purdy does miss that throw. And that was uh, really just the start of uh, kind of to just a little bit of the start of Brock Purdy. He did struggle early on in this game, missed a couple of shots, missed a couple of open throws. This one you'll see it's open. Purdy just airs it too high and a little behind Samuel, and it ends up nearly being picked, but instead results in an incompletion. Now we got second and 10 here at the 36. You're going to see a quick throw here, and this one actually is a nice, nice completion to, to Brennan Ayuk. You're going to see why here. The 49ers trying to get some quick offense going. Purdy, his job, number 57. Reading number 57. If 57, he, he wants to shift 57 to his left, to our right on the screen, so that this window here opens up on the first progression, which is the read by Purdy. What does he do? He looks at Kyle Juszczyk first. That shifts 57, faces his, uh, his now, his back is to Brennan Ayuk because his, his eyes are on Purdy, facing towards Juszczyk. Purdy fires that. Hits the nice back shoulder so that there's no chance of the interception. Ayuk with the nice grab and the first down here. Good play overall. Then comes the first running play, and it's one to Debo Samuel, and it's actually a really well-blocked play. And this gives the 49ers near or inside field goal territory here, already operating inside the 50-yard line. You're going to see the blocks on this play on Debo Samuel's first carry. The 49ers made an emphasis to get Debo Samuel the ball. Now, why are they doing uh, an outside zone carry immediately? Well, like I said, they've got the five down linemen with Uchenna Nwosu. You want to run away from him. He's their best defensive end, the best defensive, maybe even best defensive uh, front seven player overall with uh, Jordan Brooks out. You've got the two linebackers, and then you've got the safeties with one-on-one -on -one coverage on the outside. This means when you run this to the outside, you're going to have favorable matchups because the one-on-one's there. Kittle draws that first linebacker, and then Juszczyk is going to come along and draw that safety, leaving this gap for Debo Samuel. So just taking another look, good job by Trent Williams on the seal-off. Good job by Brandon Ayuk on his seal-off. Kittle gets the, uh, the the charging linebacker, and then Juszczyk makes that final block on the safety. Really a four-man job there uh, on the blocking. So a great job there by the 49ers. And you set up first and 10 at the 23-yard line. Another shot play, and this one is another miss by Purdy, an early miss. He had Jawan Jennings open for a touchdown, hesitates a little too late, and then underthrows the ball as well. So two mistakes here on Jawan Jennings, who really had uh, Tariq Woolen beat because of that run fake. Everyone's thinking run, 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 freezes Tariq Woolen while Jawan Jennings is running his deep route. He has him open. Jennings goes to the corner. If the ball is on Jennings' outside shoulder, this is a touchdown. But Purdy waits just a second too late to throw this, and the ball is in the air a little too long and underthrown, and that is why this one gets broken up. Good play there by Woolen at the end, but a touchdown missed opportunity there for Jawan Jennings. Real quick before we continue on, we've got a comment here from uh, Whoops Wrong Button. Love what I'm seeing from Purdy, obviously, but there was times where the, this game where it showed why Kyle wants a quarterback with a strong arm. Plays over the top to be made with someone. I agree and I disagree. I do think that uh, that there were plays to be made over the top for someone stronger. 
But I don't know if the strength is the reason why. Kyle Shanahan has the ability to scheme up these plays. So when there are these open receivers and the aggressiveness from the quarterback to make it, you're going to get these shot plays. And you'll see later in the game, Purdy hits the deep crosser very well, even attempts a really nice uh, ball to Brandon Ayuk on one of those shot plays. Yes, obviously a stronger arm does get the ball there quicker and probably gets it there uh, with, with more safety. So that that definitely is a play. I mean, look at who he drafted. He drafted Trey Lance because of his ability to throw the ball deep, that strength, the ability to throw the ball deep and on a rope. But right now, Brock Purdy is doing what... Uh, is doing good. So fair comment there. Uh, but I don't know necessarily if the strength is the biggest issue right now uh, with uh, with the offense. But continuing on, here a two-back set. And it's a, it's a quick kind of screenplay here to, to Brock Purdy. This was an interesting one. Obviously, you have the two running backs. You're in 21 personnel. Uh, forcing the uh, forcing Seattle again to be in their base package, and want the base package. What does that mean? You get linebackers out in space, and that's favorable matchup. Christian McCaffrey gets the outside guy. Debo Samuel's could take this hole. Uh, utilizing his blocking, he kind of has to just get past Duchenne Nwosu, which he essentially breaks that tackle, and then readjust and get nine yards out of the play. A nice play here from Debo Samuel, a guy the 49ers definitely welcome back in this game. Now we've got our first third down of the game. Send Christian McCaffrey out wide. Or not the first third down of the game. But this one is probably one of Purdy's worst throws of the day. Instead of reading, going through his progressions, Purdy has this predetermined throw <laughs> to the inside uh, to try and fit it in this window. And it's just a poor throw because of not only because he doesn't move this linebacker enough to throw that ball inside the window, uh, it's just a predetermined read. Whereas if he goes through his progressions, he likely hits Debo Samuel, his check down, who gets the first down. You'll see this throw here on the back end. Jawan Jennings out of the slot. Purdy is looking one way the entire time, allowing Cody Barton, the linebacker, to just immediately jump that ball. Ball is behind. Cody Barton jumps it, nearly intercepts it. The better play would have been Purdy waiting for that second window to open because once he reads that they're in man coverage, because number eight here, this linebacker has Debo Samuel, you move Cody Barton either to the right and throw it in between this window or better off, you move Cody Barton to the left by looking that way and then hitting him in the second window, which would have been open with the way that Debo Samuel's route kind of was just a, a check down right there. Incompletion there from Purdy leads to San Francisco's first field goal. Second drive is Christian McCaffrey's big run. This is Christian McCaffrey's first run of the day, and he ends up going for 66 yards. Another really well-blocked play. We're going to see the blocks. Banks has a nice seal off here against, I think this is Al Woods, uh, number 97. Either Al Woods or Shelby Harris. Nice seal off there. Great shot from Trent Williams, really just bullying the cornerback out of the way. Then McCaffrey has this huge hole uh, that where he just beats number 99 here. Actually, I think that's Al Woods. Beats number 99, and then just Brandon Ayuk really pushing 
uh, Quandre Diggs just out of the way. Great, great blocking overall from the key players. Aaron Banks, Trent Williams, uh, even George Kittle in there, and then Brennan Ayuk, 66-yard run there. Just uh, just really how the 49ers work. When everybody executes, you've got the chance for those big plays. On this one, Elijah Mitchell's first carry, he's swallowed up by a chin or Nwosu. When you're going to look back at it, here's what happens, really. Look at the right side. San Francisco trying to right, run for the right side. Uh, Tyler Croft essentially has the responsibility as the pulling guard on the pulling or on the opposing edge. Uchenna Nwosu. Croft just whiffs here. Uh, can't get enough. Nwosu reacts really well. He's a good player. He reacts really well, and he ends up tackling Elijah Mitchell before he can hit the edge for the loss of three. Second down here for Purdy. I really like this play from Brock Purdy. When you look back, look at it, look at the way he goes through his progressions. Working left to right, could he have hit Ayuk here? Yeah, but it's a tight window. Debo Samuel also here with this linebacker in the way. It's a tough throw. Purdy understands that he could have uh, Ayuk, but he also understands that this open space is there. And who's right there? His check down Elijah Mitchell. A nice check down there to Mitchell. Uh, that essentially gets the 49ers within the five-yard line, setting up a potential touchdown opportunity. When you look back at this play, looks, looks, that that linebacker shies to Ayuk. Once that linebacker goes there, it's an open throw to a wide-open Elijah Mitchell. Touch, uh, or a near touchdown. Gets inside the five here. First down carry to Mitchell ends up becoming a loss of yards. It's once again Uchenna Nwosu who blows this up. Charlie Warner has the blocking assignment. And if Charlie Warner doesn't, uh, if Charlie Warner is able to uh, contain Nwosu, this is a touchdown with the way that the blocking went. But instead, Warner not able to contain Nwosu who wraps up Elijah Mitchell before, or yeah, before the line of scrimmage, leading to a loss of a yard. You've got the second down opportunity here. It's going to be a passing opportunity this time. Purdy looking, and this is a nice play, just a nice uh, utilization, really, of Purdy's skill set. He's a guy who can be uh, can have that sneaky mobility, and that really allows this play to, to extend and then find his check down Christian McCaffrey. Purdy looking left to right, all three receiving options covered. Good job by Seattle there, but they don't account for McCaffrey, who sneaks out of the backfield after initially protecting. And this is a touchdown for the 49ers, their first of the day, and a 10-0 lead. Nice play over there. Now here's a first down opportunity, and here's Purdy's first shot play, really, that he completes. A nice play to Brandon Ayuk. You're going to see this concept, like I said, a lot. You're going to have a guy running over the top, and then you're going to have the crosser. Purdy coming off of the play action, he has to just read Quandre Diggs. If Quandre Diggs is backtracking, looking for this back guy, or uh, the guy running the shot play in Ray Ray McLeod, this is going to be open. Quandre Diggs backtracking, Purdy 
fires to uh, to Brandon Ayuk, and that is a 23-yard completion, a big gain for Brock Purdy and company. Second look. Good job by Purdy for waiting for the second window to get it by the linebacker. Ayuk beating Tariq Woolen once again for the completion. This time, the 49ers do feed Christian McCaffrey, and I want to show you guys this back look for this play. McCaffrey here, he's going to try and get this one to the outside, but Aaron Banks on Shelby Harris. Harris pushes Banks back. That really doesn't give any room for McCaffrey to run. On top of that, you want to look at this matchup, 60 on 95. 95 there for Seattle, just able to beat Daniel Brunskill, really, with that quick get-off. And then Aaron Banks kind of whiffs on that play as well, just getting beaten by Shelby Harris getting pushed back. McCaffrey with no room to go leads to the TFL there on that play. Then comes a long conversion to make for the 49ers, but Brock Purdy surveys the field. He's not going to find anybody, but the athleticism again. Good job by Trent Williams pushing his defender away. Aaron Banks able to hold uh, inside uh, his defender goes inside banks pushes sorry Williams pushes his guy outside that leaves an open lane for Purdy who's going to be able to get the first down for the 49ers this one's another shot play for the 49ers and this one's a one that I don't necessarily uh don't necessarily hate I'll say you're going to see that both options on the shot are open. So, Quandre Dix, like I said on the previous shot plays, it's really to exploit single high coverage and an aggressive front. They've got five down. They've got two linebackers here with the third coming in the box. That means one-on-one -on -one coverage on the outside, one-on-one -on -one coverage this way, and then you've got, uh, obviously, you've got the safety. IU coming in motion and no changes means one-on-one -on -one coverage, or sorry, man-to-man -man coverage everywhere, which means IU has the inside leverage on number 30, uh, Michael Jackson. Samuel has inside leverage on number 27, Tariq Woolen. And really, this play is read by whatever Quandre Diggs does. Diggs backtracks at first, which initially means this crosser is the read that you want to take. But Ayuk is the first read in this progression. Keep that in mind. But... Right before the throw is made, Diggs, who is in no man's land right now, crashes down on the Debo crosser, and that kind of leads Brock Purdy to unleash it to Brandon Ayuk. But Ayuk doesn't seem prepared for the ball and stops his route. When you see it on this play, uh, on this clip, you're going to see how Ayuk ends up being open, and this is going to be a touchdown if Ayuk continues to run. Instead, he doesn't. And it's an incomplete pass. So the Debo crosser was open, but I don't mind taking the deeper shot there because Ayuk was open as well. And he's the first progression and the deeper play. You work deep to short on that play. Brock Purdy did it and he worked deep to short. Despite the incompletion, did not mind the result there. I mean, did not mind the read there and the decision to unleash it given Quandre Diggs' decision to crash down on the crosser. Here, Purdy, once again, getting the completion but he's going to work it to Kittle over the middle. Nice read here by Purdy to get the offense moving. Purdy, once again, he's sensing uh, the linebacker who's the sub-linebacker here, uh, the safety's eyes. If 
the safety is looking at Kittle, it's going to be a read to the other inside. If the safety is looking at Jennings, it's going to read to Kittle. He backtracks to cover the Jennings throughout. What does that mean? Kittle gets wide open underneath, and that's an easy throw for Purdy. Kittle doing his thing after the catch, getting a good amount of yards and the first down. Leads to a first and 10 inside the 30-yard line. Purdy, sensing man coverage, is going to change the, the play call. And this is just a quick hitter to Christian McCaffrey, a really nice, well-thrown play. Why did Purdy change the play call? Let's deep into it. So, dive into it, sorry. So, there's the motion here. Brandon Ayuk goes along. That means man coverage all around, which means McCaffrey's got inside leverage here on Michael Jackson. Ayuk's one-on-one here, and you're reading the right side of the field because the linebackers are within the hashes or below. And so, what is Purdy's job here? Looking to fake the handoff. That moves all the linebackers that way because the run and the motion guy, Kyle Juszczyk, is going to the left. Fakes the handoff. Keeps this guy stagnant, who's really maintaining the edge. All the linebackers move, which means the McCaffrey quick slant. This space is going to be open, and it's a really well-thrown ball by Purdy to get it to McCaffrey there. Once again, look at that throw. Pristine throw there from Brock Purdy to hit Christian McCaffrey. This one here is going to be a toss to McCaffrey, but it's going to be a play that's once again blown up. You're going to try and toss it to the right. The 49ers don't have much success running to the right. I've said this on previous film breakdowns. Their tendency is to run to the left. Because that's where they have Trent Williams, Aaron Banks, and that's where they have pullers and their tight ends do better work. Here, Puna Ford is just going to push Daniel Brunskill back, essentially blowing apart this play because he doesn't allow McCaffrey to hit his running lane. McCaffrey's going to try and cut it back, but number 34, who initially committed inside, is going to be able to make that tackle, and that's going to be really minimal gain there for McCaffrey because of the blow up from Puna Ford on Daniel Brunskill. Second down, Purdy here is going to try and make something out of the play. Avoids the sack, but eventually gets sacked here by Puna Ford. Purdy looking downfield after the fake screen to Debo Samuel. But really, this play gets blown up when Aaron Banks just gets flat out beat by Puna Ford. When you look at it again, look at 65 on 97. Just a bull rush move, and then Puna Ford is able to throw Banks aside. Purdy then avoids that sack, but then can't avoid the incoming one from Bruce Irvin. So, leads to a long, long conversion here. On 3rd and 17, the 49ers just run a drop play trying to set up a better screen. And McCaffrey almost gets there, but it leads to a game just short of the sticks. And so, the 49ers, not too much success there but are able to score once again on another drive. 14-13 now is the score for the 49ers. 
First play of this drive, Purdy looking downfield, looks at Brandon Ayuk, and then finds Debo Samuel. What you want to see on this play, why does Purdy check it down? Well, he's looking at Brandon Ayuk. Safety, though, has Ayuk covered. The crosser could be open. That's the read that you may want to see downfield. But Purdy is reading half of the field on this play instead of reading the full uh, length of the field. Sees that Ayuk is covered by the crosser, uh, or Ayuk is covered on the deep shot by Quandre Diggs and Michael Jackson, and just immediately checks it down to Debo Samuel, who's able to accelerate and get a couple of yards off the play. Once again, another look, Purdy looking deep to Ayuk, and then just hits the uh, hits the the check down, gets about eight nine yards on that play, yeah, about seven yards on that play, uh, solid enough play, could have gone for that deep crosser, but instead hits the check down, reading half the field. Second down play here to McCaffrey on second and three. 49ers trying to get something going here in the running game. Once again, Seattle remaining their aggressiveness. You see the nine this time in the box. You've got one, two, three, four, five down linemen. You've got the the three linebackers or the two linebackers, the slot corner on uh Brandon or sorry, on Debo Samuel. Then you've got the safety here as well. So you've got a lot in the box. This one is Jake Brendel on number 99. Brendel here trying to hold up in uh in run blocking and really just that play gets blown up immediately. Brendel beaten on the spot and leads to a third and three. Forty Niners on third down. This is uh a throw that is a little bit of an ill time throw. Purdy just trying to fit it in the tight window in between uh, the linebacker and the cornerback. This is a mistake he made a little earlier in the game, I believe, on a throw to Juwan Jennings. When you look at this ball, there is one place where this ball should go. Purdy reading the linebacker, trying to move him. Linebacker doesn't move, and Purdy tries to force it, gets it uh, behind Debo Samuel. Instead of throwing it in this window, Purdy should have waited Debo Sa- on Debo Samuel, who had a step to get past the linebacker and throw it in the in the second window. That's something Purdy has to learn a little more, trying to get it in the second window rather than the first window, because that first window here with the linebacker not moving, it's too, too complicated to try and fit it in there. Instead, got to get it in that second window, which is something I'm assuming he's going to try and emphasize this week on some of those plays, because the protection has been there. The protection has been phenomenal all game. It's just Purdy needs to get it uh, to where it's a completable pass, and that's that second window on that play. But Purdy bounces back, hits the deep crosser once again to Brandon Ayuk, who once again beats Tariq Woolen. It's the same concept of a shot play. If you're going to continue to run single high, the 49ers are continuing to punish you. They try and go deep, or they try and go with a a stacked box. And this is is just inside leverage on Tariq Woolen. Samuel here has outside leverage, uh, sorry, inside leverage as well on Michael Jackson. Quandre Diggs has to carry with Samuel, uh, who has the inside leverage on the shot play, which leads an open Brandon Ayuk past the second level of the defense, past the linebackers for a good catch. Forward, we got first and 10 here on the 46. Before I take this play, I see a question here from Steven in the chat. How do you feel about Purdy taking the number one role? To me, right now, Brock Purdy is QB1. 
I'm not going to entertain too much about 2023 because so much can happen. The 49ers could sign somebody. The 49ers could go in with the quarterback room. We don't know really what's going to happen. But right now, with the amount of experience that Purdy has and what he's shown on film through that experience, I think he's quarterback one. I still think that they're not a quarterback competition necessarily, but I think that both quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks, are going to be given a chance to compete in the offseason, which is what you want at the quarterback position. So, I think the 49ers have their two quarterbacks for next year, and right now I think Purdy's probably higher on the depth chart given what he's done thus far. But continuing forward with the first down on the 46-yard line of Seattle, here I want to talk about a string of plays because this is arguably Brock Purdy's worst drive or worst kind of string of plays of the game. And so when you talk about it, excuse me, All right. I want you to notice Brock Purdy's tendency here. Pocket right now is clean. Purdy senses pressure, doesn't stay in the pocket. Instead, he bails here. You're going to see number 53 try an inside move here. And instead, despite having the space, Purdy bails on the play before Jawan Jennings is getting open on his crosser. Brandon Ayuk beats Tariq Woolen one-on-one here on the backside, but the first read that Purdy was looking at, Jawan Jennings, is going to get open here over the middle of the field, but Purdy already has scrambled out of the play and is looking, uh, is really looking to just keep this play alive on his feet at first. At this point, the play is dead and it's a throwaway. Purdy got to stay in the pocket a little longer rather than bailing early on. You'll see it again here. Jawan Jennings is about to get open here, and if Purdy hangs in, he'll be able to hit him in the second window, but he does bail early on. He bails here rather than, despite having all this space in the pocket, he bails here and then rolls to his left, his tendency not keeping his eyes downfield, and then only keeps his eyes downfield later on. At that point, the play is fairly dead. Then on second down, Purdy has Jawan Jennings here. Jennings running out of the slot. Debo Samuel kind of served as a decoy here. A nice route by Jennings to beat his guy. So a lot, a lot of space here. And instead, Purdy just throws it a little too wide and a little too high for Jawan Jennings. And that is going to be an incompletion. Could have been another key play. Instead, just a little too high and wide for Jawan Jennings, leading to third and 10 here for the 49ers. So, two kind of errant throws or errant plays from Purdy where they could have had something, end up not having something. Here he throws the uh, the quick slant to Debo Samuel, who's able to run past his defenders for the first down. Forty-one seconds left in the half. And this is again a second string of plays where we do see the issues for Purdy. Um, you're going to see on this first down, look right here. George Kittle is the first three. He's where Purdy is looking over the middle of the field. How does this, how, how does George Kittle kind of get this open? Well, Debo Samuels here, this is a two-man, kind of two-man thing. Purdy has to read the safety. Where does the safety go? He immediately goes to the Debo Samuel route on the outside because Samuel's trying to win on the outside. And that is just an error by Quandre Diggs. Leaves the wide open middle, uh, wide 
right part of the field wide open, or sorry, the left part of the field wide open. Purdy has the window here. You can see a lot of space in the pocket here. Purdy's got it. This should be a touchdown. He's looking right at Kittle. Instead, Purdy tries to maneuver in the pocket and ends up trying to do just too much, ends up being a throwaway. This one, Purdy admitted after the game that he should have hit George Kittle on the seam, and this should have been a touchdown. You'll get a better clear view here of the play and where uh, Kittle was open. Kittle's open right here, and Purdy has tons of space in the pocket. He tries to move without pressure. Uh, really, the offensive line do a phenomenal job here. You're going to see in pushing everybody outside, allowing Purdy to step up. He's got a lot of room in this pocket. Pushed out, pushed out, and then these two have uh, Bruce Irvin locked up. Instead, Purdy doesn't do his offensive line a favor, going out in the direction of defenders, and that leads to that throwaway. Really, just some of these mistakes where the game just has to slow down a little more for Purdy, allowing him to uh, process these a little better. Now, it's going to be a very similar play. Jawan Jennings is the guy here. He's running up the seam. You're going to see him get wide open here. He's going to be open, open, and this could have been another touchdown. But look at when Purdy bails this play. This is a play that takes a little bit to develop. You're going to see that Brandon Ayuk's not done running his route. Debo Samuel isn't. Jawan Jennings isn't. Purdy has an open pocket, and Purdy bails again when you look at it. We'll take a third look here. Purdy bails here with this much space in. There's time to throw and the time to step up and hit Jawan Jennings over the middle. Should have hit this throw. Instead, Purdy once again tries to bail out, do too much, and that results in another throw away. Purdy looking across the middle of the field, bails out here, and then throws that away. Definitely another opportunity there for the 49ers that couldn't, uh, that just wasn't executed going into the half. Now you've got third and 10. And this is the third, or I guess the fourth, uh, missed execution play on this drive itself. This one, tough one here. I don't necessarily mind the throw. Samuel just not in, able to get in a separation. It was a solid throw. It goes right off the fingertips of Samuel's hands, really only where the receiver could get it. But a tough play for the 49ers uh, here on third and 10. You'll see it goes right off his butt. Once again, 49ers have to settle for a field goal. They end up going 16-14 uh, there. A, a couple of defensive miscues lead to a 17-16 lead for Seattle coming out of the half. So 49ers need to respond here on their first drive, which is what exactly they did. Solid play here from Brock Purdy. You could have had Debo Samuel uh, on the deeper or on the intermediate crossing route which you'll see comes open because the whole point of this play, the linebacker shift to the left while the receiver is running to the right. He's going to be able to outrun the linebackers. Purdy, though, sensing the pressure here from Uchenna Nwosu, quickly checks it down instead of trying to hit Debo Samuel uh, in front of him. That could have been a bigger play. Instead hits Kyle Yushek, still a fine throw there, leads to a six-yard gain. Second and four, uh, the 49ers are going to start to look to run the football a lot more here. Off the motion, 
Good job here from Jake Brendel, Aaron Banks, pushing their defenders upfield. That creates the extra space here for Christian McCaffrey to run through his hole, and that's going to get you the couple of yards that you want. That's what the 49ers need to look for in their uh, when running the football because that's what they need really overall. Third and one here. 49ers just going to try and push through. Brock Purdy gets the first down there. And that leads to a new set of plays. Third, so leads to a first and 10 here at the 37-yard line. First down, Christian McCaffrey is going to get the handoff, but really eaten up immediately. Why? Let's look at it. This one, once again, another run to the right. Just to, just to let that note. Brendel here, though, gets beat by his guy. And that uh, being pushed back here, that forces McCaffrey to go back left. And then Bruce Irvin here, who's the backside edge trying to rush through, he's going to be able to come free. And that really, that's set up because Brendel wasn't able to kind of push his guy forward in the running game. San Francisco dialing up another shot play, and it's a wide-open opportunity to, uh, for George Kittle. Once again, they're exploiting the linebackers and exploiting Quandre Diggs. This time it's too high for the, uh, for the 49ers, but number 26 here, Neal, has the coverage on Kittle. Ayuk's deep route is going to push Quandre Diggs back, and that's just going to give Kittle an open one-on-one -on -one opportunity and a miscommunication here, uh, and that's going to lead to an easy, easy first down. Uh, a deep crosser once again for the 49ers that gets working. Good job by Purdy fitting it in the right window, getting it in there, and that leads to a first down at the 40-yard line of Seattle already for the 49ers coming out of the half. A good cutback here from Elijah Mitchell. On first down and 10, when you look at it, let's look again. The good double block here from Kittle and Juszczyk. That's important. Danny Gray with the solid block there. And the double block leads to Elijah Mitchell being uh, running open. Of course, if they maintain that block a little longer on 25, potentially a bigger gain. But you get four yards out of the play. What you want from a play like that, just to chop down on second and third down, get the easier uh, downs. But here, Mitchell is just immediately wrapped up by number 10 or Chenna Nwosu. Why? Tyler Croft, the pulling blocker who's running in motion, his responsibility is number 10. What does that do? That frees up the hole between Brendel and Burford for Elijah Mitchell. That's exactly the hole he's trying to hit. And that's the one where he's going to look to do right here. Unfortunately, Croft whiffs. That leads to, uh, obviously, Mitchell, who can't necessarily get going. And that leads to a TFL there for the 40, uh, for the 49ers. Third and seven here at the 37-yard line. Quick hitter here, Debo Samuel. That's something we see a lot in this game, Debo Samuel and the quick hitter. Uh, obviously, that one's a, a quick one to Samuel trying to complete that third down. And here we go again. You're going to see it. 
Obviously, the eye candy, moving the linebacker to the right with the the route developing to the right. Look at uh, look at that sudden movement from uh, Cody Barton due to Purdy's eyes. That frees up the easy throw. Well, not the easy throw, but the quick sidearm throw to Debo Samuel. That kind of gets you a first down inside the red zone once again. A nice run here on first down. Let's look at the execution because we just saw a play where the puller was not able to uh, uh, puller was not able to hold the edge. This time, though, 49ers able to do their job. Puller and Aaron Banks this time rather than Tyler Croft secures that block. Cal Yushek going to secure his block on number uh, forty or sorry fifty eight. Just good blocking here from the interior offensive lineman of Brendel. Uh, Burford and McGlinchey creates a huge hole overall, and nice to see Kittle with some extracurricular there with his block as well. Next play, second and three. Slithery uh, Christian McCaffrey elusively trying to get those couple of yards. Once again, you've got the puller here in George Kittle. Kittle's job, securing that edge. Juszczyk follows him, but Juszczyk kind of slips on his on his block, if you get that block secured, this is going to be to the five-yard line or more. You check slips, though, on number 58, and that's going to set up just a two-yard gain for a third and one. Third and one here. Just another handoff to Christian McCaffrey, and he's just able to power through. You don't necessarily always see Christian McCaffrey's power, but when you look at it here, he essentially just gets the one-on-one -on -one opportunity with a linebacker, and he's going to make them punt. He's just going to punish them. A good block here from uh, Tyler Croft, getting the pancake, obviously strong from Williams and Yushek, and then gets the one-on-one -on -one and lowers his shoulder, able to get past 58. Again, it's the in intricacies, really, of this blocking scheme. That's how the 49ers are able to... Uh, be successful with their running game. Again, you see it here, solid block, and really a solid play overall from the 49ers in the running game this uh, in this one. And as I say that, McCaffrey splits through two blocks and gets near a touchdown. I believe they were at the one-yard line, and they uh, – so second and goal at the one-yard line, what do they do? Brock Purdy pushes through. That final push gets Purdy into the end zone for the touchdown, and the 49ers – going to now lead you'll see it in a minute they're going to now have a pretty pretty nice lead because that drive finally able to result in a touchdown and that this drive was a momentum drive for the 49ers they needed this drive because now they're up 17 to tw uh, 23 to 17 a long seven minute drive for the 49ers on that one First down for Brock Purdy, able to hit Debo Samuel on the uh, obviously on the dig route in a way. It's one of those nice ones again where the 49ers are just exploiting single high coverage and exploiting linebackers. 49ers understand it's man to man coverage free snap when Kittle is followed by number 26 Neal. That, that means one on one here. Safety help is in the middle of the hashes. If the safety moves to the outside, you know you have this one-on-one -on -one option. 
What does the safety do? Is backtrack him over the outside, meaning quick hitter to Debo Samuel gets there before the safety can, and you get the first down here at the 40-yard line. Another look here, Samuel operating out of the slot, just a, a nice well-timed throw by Brock Purdy, who had a very successful second half, 9 of 11, 175 passing yards, and three total touchdowns. A good game from Brock Purdy over there. But here, the 49ers are going to continue with their ground game. Christian McCaffrey is going to get the carry, going to try and go to the outside, but instead finds his way, cuts back, a nice cutback here to get to the 50-yard line, got a good amount of yards. McCaffrey, this, this play generally intended for the outside zone, but McCaffrey not able to get there because, uh, what do you call it, the linebackers just moved up well. Uh, obviously, Use check was there, but the linebackers filling in well. You've got number 57 here, Cody Barton, able to operate as well. So McCaffrey, he shifts course and able to get up, missing, uh, making a couple of guys miss with tackles or with missed opportunities and gets a nine-yard gain out of it. Second and one, just a a, a huge hole created for the 49ers offense. Trent Williams doing Trent Williams things. When you see Trent Williams, obviously, on Bruce Irvin, uh, sorry, not on Bruce Irvin, on uh, number 58, helps Banks secure that block. Banks does a great job pushing out. Then Williams on a linebacker. You know Williams is going to win that matchup. Good block here from Burford as well. Uh, maintaining that block, and that leads to another first down for the 49ers. Just immense success on the ground. Second down here, another pitch to McCaffrey, trying to get something on the outside, but really nothing there. I didn't necessarily like this play call, and here's why. When you look at the backdrop, with this pitch and with the way the offensive line worked on this play, it seemed like this play was more so predicated to the receivers. The offensive line going towards the second unit or uh, the second line of defense, the linebackers forcing the receivers to block and the fullback to block, really. Samuel struggling with his block on a defensive lineman. Uh, Ayuk obviously trying to get his block on Kurt Neal or on Neal. I think it's Ryan Neal, number 26 here. Just not enough room there. Uh, and Neal is the one who begins that tackle behind the line of scrimmage for the Seattle Seahawks. We're now at the fourth quarter. Still 23-17, but the 49ers are moving on this drive, and this is where the 49ers get a little more action. Fake handoff, shot play here to Juwan Jennings, leads to a catch within the 10-yard uh, line. You look at it again, Jennings looking like he's going to block, and then slips out, and... So once again, since it's single high, no help there for Juwan Jennings until it's too late. A good fake. Everybody bought the fake, including the linebackers. Jennings clearly has a gap, but Purdy throws this ball instead of the outside shoulder, throws it on the inside shoulder, and that creates the chance for the Seahawks to recover. This ball should likely have been over the top on the outside. Purdy misses it just by a little bit. You'll see this ball, instead of coming to this side where Jennings could have ran in stride for a touchdown, ball comes inside in the face of a defender, but Jennings makes a phenomenal 
phenomenal catch, survives the contact, and gets the first down inside the 10-yard line. Really a great catch from Jennings to adjust on the throw for Purdy. First down, motion man and George Kittle. But Seahawks get there just too quick, forces Brock Purdy to kill that play. Uh, really, the free rusher in the channel to Wosu was there. Banks got beat by number 77, and that's why Purdy had to essentially spike it into the ground, avoid Elijah Mitchell, or uh, not avoid, but in the direction of Elijah Mitchell, unable to make a play there because of the intensified pressure from Bruce Servin and number 97. This is one of Purdy's more impressive plays of the game. He's able to escape the sack here from Bruce Irvin. So he rolls to the left. I didn't like the roll to the left. I thought the roll to the left was unnecessary. Could have stayed in the pocket and allowed the play to develop. But rolls to the left and avoids the sack. And then able to get it to Elijah Mitchell this time for the touchdown. A nice touchdown pass from Purdy. Overall nice play from Purdy. And that's what is able to get the San Francisco 49ers to a two-score lead. They led 31-17 after this drive. A good uh, good avoidance from of the sack from Purdy. And then finding Elijah Mitchell. This is the play that got Purdy really, really amped up. 49ers try and go for two, 29-17. You look at the bottom of the screen, you know that it's already man coverage. Meaning one-on-one -on -one for George Kittle. And Kittle able to just get the out route. And a nice contested catch there from Kittle. Uh, Purdy throwing it a little high to where he can get it, and a touchdown here for the 49ers. Look at it again, another fake handoff, and just a quick touchdown, uh, or not a touchdown, but a two-point conversion for the 49ers. They're up two scores now with the chance to add on to their lead. First down play to Debo Samuel doesn't really get much. The linebackers were prepared for that, uh, number 53. Uh, setting the edge, able to get there to Debo Samuel immediately. Only one blocker on that side in Brandon Ayuk. Pre-snap look, different than the post-snap look. Second and 10, and this is a big play. The fake to the other side. Shifts all five defensive linemen, shifts these three players, and shifts the safety here. 49ers ran this play on the other side of the ball earlier. But Purdy does succeed when rolling out to his left. You'll see Debo Samuel here. He's going to come across, get past that second level of defense. Everybody's going to bite on the Christian McCaffrey fake. And that leaves Debo Samuel wide open. And at this point, you've got a blocking matchup here, a blocking matchup here, and it's one-on-one -on, -one on Quandre Diggs. Samuel able to get past, and then Ayuk with a phenomenal block on Tariq Woolen, allowing Samuel to accelerate, hit the edge, and go for the end zone. A good play overall there by the 49ers. One more look at it. Purdy hits Samuel. Samuel looking at, uh, up. He fakes to the inside. That keeps Quandre Diggs more disciplined towards the inside rather than crashing on the outside. And then Purdy, I mean, it's not Purdy. Samuel just able to accelerate and get past the defense there. Thirty-eight seventeen at this point. This will be the last drive that we watch. Forty-nine ers begin it on the opposing, I believe, on the opposing like inside the forty-yard line. Essentially, Mitchell gets the first carry here. 
for the 49ers. The, uh, the Seahawks are still fairly aggressive with their fronts. Al Woods, though, able to beat his offensive line matchup and get there behind the line of scrimmage for a zero-yard gain for Elijah Mitchell. Second down, it's a Debo Samuel pitch. Samuel breaks two tackles, somehow gets to the uh, to the edge and gets five, despite the amount of contact that he faced on that run. A successful day for Samuel. Six carries, or six um, catches, one hundred and thirty three yards, and then the the three carries and thirty two yards, and then as well as that seventy four yard touchdown. So big, big day for Debo Samuel here in his really his true return from injury because he didn't play too much in the game before. Purdy here, able to hit uh, Jawan Jennings on that out route. Those out routes are tough, especially the far side, because they require a significant, not a significant, but a good amount of arm strength to get it there, as well as the accuracy to get it uh, uh, only in front of the defender to where the receiver can catch it. Good route route there to Jawan Jennings, and the 49ers keep moving at the 26-yard line. First down is a handoff to Elijah Mitchell, but he's just immediately met in the backfield. Both Daniel Brunskill and Jake Brendel get pushed back on this play, to my belief, and that just really just eats up Brendel immediately beaten, and then Daniel Brunskill immediately beaten as well. Both guys get beaten, leads to a huge negative play for Elijah Mitchell as he gets wrapped up behind the line of scrimmage. Purdy gives Elijah Mitchell the handoff, and his physicality is shown just beats Ryan Neal, who tried to get at him with his helmet to the ground, and another nice carry there for Mitchell. Mitchell had a tough day, nine carries, two yards, but really not much of his fault. He had good vision, just the offensive line wasn't blocking as well as they did for McCaffrey with him on the field. We'll see if he can bounce back with additional carries next week. But as of now, third and seven for the 49ers here inside the 25-yard line. And they hand it off to Christian McCaffrey. And McCaffrey really just fought through this one, got the yardage. And so when you look at it again, look at the good block by Trent Williams. Look at the good block, the seal off there by uh, Williams, able to essentially get from the outside to the inside of Quentin Jefferson. A good block here. From, Dan, uh, from, I believe this is Daniel Brunskill, and then a strong block on the outside, uh, a strong block on the outside to Aaron Banks. Here, first down, 49ers struggle sometimes running the ball in the red zone. Not necessarily the strength because their offensive line, not as good, uh, not as not necessarily as uh, strong because they can't push forward always. They try, they sometimes just keep at the, uh, kind of keep at the, uh, at the line of scrimmage. And that doesn't favor you as well in the red zone because there's not as much ground to run. 
uh, run against. So you kind of need that pristine blocking early on. Mitchell here trying to get to the edge, not able to do so, uh, facing the blocking there. Just a really good pursuit overall. You'll see Cody Barton here just eye out that play, and he's able to get through the gap, and you know the, uh, the linebackers are going to be left unattended. Just a really good play here from Cody Barton to get to Mitchell. And 49ers have been trying to run like that all game. Weren't able to get it there. Third and 10 here, 49ers uh, once again try and do the play action for Brock Purdy. Purdy's going to scramble out of this. And you're going to look at Brandon Ayuk just freeing open here. Nice pump fake. Purdy gets hammered here. I believe that's the same oblique that he injured. And you're going to see a play that really is an, a phenomenal play. Let's look at the back. Uh, the back again. Once again, the 49ers trying to hit Debo Samuel. Good awareness here from safety Ryan Neal. He crashes down. That takes away that read. Purdy trying to read the rest of the field. Quentin Jefferson runs at him, so Purdy's going to scramble to the other side of the field. The pump fake gets one defender, but gets hammered by Jefferson. But that throw comes on a rope, gets right by the defender. Look at that, just by the defender. And it goes straight to Ayuk's hands, but he drops it. Cost Purdy his fourth passing touchdown of the day. Ayuk understands it. And that right there is the end of the game. The 49ers end up winning 41-23. to Seattle got a last-second touchdown. But it was a it was a great game for the 49ers. And despite the 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 issues that I had pointed out on film, still you put up 41 points. It's a dominant performance, and they're going to need to replicate the offensive success that they had in this game in their next game while uh brushing up on some of the mistakes, such as the Purdy bailing out on some plays and some of the decision making. But overall, Strong performance, especially in the second half for Brock Purdy. Strong performance from the 49ers. Their skill position players came to play. Debo Samuel had his best game in a while after coming back from injury just last week. And so, good job overall. Before I give a get out of here, I do want to give a shout-out to the guys that did come into the chat throughout the day. Kali Young, thank you so much for tuning in, as well as Mariah, 49er Faithful Lee. Be sure to tune into her podcast. Click her link uh, on her comment. Steven Stewart, for uh, to know when I'm going live, be sure to hit the notification bell after subscribing to the channel. I always like giving uh, getting interacted with the fans, especially on the non-film ones. Today was more of a film one. On the non-film ones, love getting interaction with the fans and really answering the questions and seeing uh, what y'all think and my perspective with it. So appreciate you for tuning in this time as well, my man. For those of you guys that want to check out the channel, I have recently uh, dropped all of my podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The Rohan Chakravarti Show is now live there, so be sure to search it up, The Rohan Chakravarti Show, and you will find it on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. The links are in the description. Please, I really appreciate that you guys like and subscribe the video, and we will be back with some more content real soon. All right, take care, guys.